Hello everyone, this is Colleen Lemma, Starseed Astrologer and Spiritual Messenger from SacredSoulEmpowerment.com here to do your weekly intuitive reading for Monday, May 17th through Sunday, May 23rd, 2021. For this week's weekly reading, we'll be using the Fairy Tarot Deck by Radley Valentine for the main message for everyone. And your special message card this week, depending on your stone of choice, will be coming from the messages from the Fairy Deck, also by Radley Valentine. So just a reminder that we're in the month of May and we're actually in the second half of May. So if you haven't already watched the monthly intuitive reading for May, make sure to go onto my YouTube channel under Colleen Lemma to see the overall energy of the month. We do have a full moon lunar eclipse in this month of May, so you'll want to be certain to hear what I have to say about that in the monthly reading. We also have special messages depending on your stone of choice in that monthly reading as well. So let's start by taking a look at what your stones of choice are for this week's weekly reading. So the first stone of choice here is green fluorite, okay? Green fluorite, it helps us with growth and expansion, new beginnings, nourishment, health, vitality, and abundance. And of course it relates to the heart chakra, right? Our center of unconditional love and compassion and forgiveness okay your second stone of choice this is beautiful it's beautiful bumblebee jasper <laughs> bumblebee jasper and this has an energizing effect of course it relates to the solar plexus chakra right our center of personal power our center of uh, our sense of will and identity, but it's about energizing and it's about joy and happiness, honesty, celebration. It helps us to achieve our dreams in life and it helps to stimulate the mental body. So our thoughts and our perceptions, our communications. Okay. And then our last and third stone of choice is yellow calcite. Yellow calcite also is going to relate to that solar plexus chakra, right? It's that wonderful yellow color that stimulates our confidence and courage. And of course, this stone is for self-confidence. It's for hope, motivation, drive. It helps us to release self-doubt, and it helps us to clear out old energy patterns. So again, our stones of choice for this week are the green calcite, the bumblebee jasper and the yellow calcite and I'll show these to you again once we get to the card part of our reading. So let's go ahead and start by talking about the astrological highlights of significance this week and actually there's something happening every single day this week. So we start out on Monday the 17th and the sun, which rules our identity and our ego and our vitality, our physical vitality, the sun is still in Taurus on Monday. Taurus is about our sense of security, and it does deal with financial security as well. It also rules our values, our personal resources. And the sun is in a positive aspect to Pluto. Now, Pluto is the planet of death and rebirth, transformation, transmutation. Um, it rules power. So I feel like this is a time where we can feel more empowered because it's a positive aspect. Okay, the sun in Taurus, it's in a grounded, stable, that grounded, stable uh, earth sign of Taurus. 
And so I feel like we're going to feel more secure in our power, more grounded in our sense of power. And if we do need to take our power back in a certain situation or circumstance or in a relationship matter, I feel like we're better equipped to do so or feeling, uh, again, more uh, able and confident to do so. On Tuesday the 18th, we have Venus, the planet that rules relationships as well as love and values and money and finances. And she is in Gemini right now. So we've had, we've already begun that transition from the Taurus energy into the Gemini energy. Okay, we have Venus in Gemini, Mercury in Gemini. Later this week, the sun will move into Gemini. But on Tuesday with Venus in Gemini, it's in what we call a sextile to Chiron, who's the wounded healer the one who rules our past life wounds and the one who helps us to heal those past life wounds. <clears throat> and there's an opportunity here for us to heal something. Now, again, Venus rules relationship matters and matters of the heart, love, what we value within ourselves and what we value uh, in others. And in Gemini, she's going to value communication, right? Gemini is all about our thoughts, our ideas, our perceptions, and communication. So I feel like that on the heels of that empowering sun trine Pluto on Monday, that there's an opportunity here for Venus and Gemini to have a conversation and a communication that maybe she needs to have. Maybe it, she needs to have that conversation within herself. Maybe it's with another or other people. And again, it's uh, an opportunity to heal an old wound because it's connecting to Chiron, the wounded healer. And this old wound is in regards to our sense of self or self-identity or self-confidence or independence because Chiron is an Aries, which rules all of those things. On Wednesday, Venus is still highlighted. Venus and Gemini is now in a connection to Saturn, and Saturn is the great teacher of lessons, and Saturn does rule restrictions and limitations and delays, but it also rules restructuring or the restructuring process, and it rules manifestation. And this is a positive connection between Venus and Saturn. So again, because Venus is in that communicative sign of Gemini, I want to say that, again, it's supporting this idea of having a conversation with somebody about some sort of a lesson that is within, again, a relationship matter or perhaps a restructuring of a thought process or a perception or belief system within yourself and how you value yourself. So this can play out, again, either with other people or within yourself, but it's supporting this restructuring process um, through thoughts and communications. And then on Thursday, the sun is moving into Gemini to join both Venus being there and Mercury being there. Now, for the next month, the sun will be highlighted in Gemini. And again, that's all about information, messages, communication, thoughts, ideas, perceptions. And Gemini is very curious. And Gemini is very objective and logical. So we're moving into this realm of being more mentally acute, I guess you could say, and being more uh, objective when it comes to thinking about things or having that conversation with someone. We're not as tied necessarily to the emotions of it all, unless you happen to be, um, you know, someone who is just more empathic or more tied to the emotional body anyway. But typically, this is going to be more objective. 
And on Friday, the sun in Gemini, just newly in Gemini, is going to be in a challenging aspect, a square to Jupiter, planet of expansion and ruler of our belief systems, who just went into Pisces last week. So Jupiter and Pisces, remember we talked last week about Jupiter expanding those Piscean energies of unconditional love and compassion and forgiveness, selfless service to other people, being creative, being artistic, being a humanitarian. You know, it's, it's all that spiritual energy that Jupiter is expanding. But again, the shadow side of Pisces is lack of boundaries or illusion or confusion. And this is a challenging square aspect. And Pisces, where Jupiter is, is mutable and changeable and not very grounded. And Gemini, where the sun is, is mutable and changeable and not very grounded. And with this challenging square connection, I feel like it's going to bring up some confusion. Some confusion in the way we're thinking or perceiving or, or in the way we believe about something. I just feel like it's going to expand. Jupiter's going to expand this kind of confusion energy or um, energies through communication or information or messages kind of coming from all directions or not being very clear, being a little muddled, not being focused and grounded. And then on Saturday, the 22nd, Mercury, which we haven't talked about this week, but as I said, Mercury is also in Gemini <clears throat> and is now in its shadow. It's not quite retrograde yet. It's going to be going retrograde towards the end of this month, so very soon. But it's already in its shadow period. And Mercury is the natural ruling planet for Gemini. So it's very comfortable in this area of communication and messages and information and and paying attention to to details and you know being curious uh, about uh, that information that it's you know trying to find out about or or research if you will and because it's in a shadow it already is starting to be a little muddled or a little bit ungrounded unfocused confusing etc and on Saturday, Mercury in Gemini is challenging Neptune in Pisces. And Neptune in Pisces can be very nebulous. It's very, again, ungrounded and unfocused and intangible because it rules the spiritual realm. It rules those things that are intangible. So I really feel like communications uh, at that point, pretty much for the weekend, might be a little bit confusing. It's going to be best if you wait to make serious decisions if you can wait for a time period to make those serious decisions, or if you're having a communication and you need to have that communication to reiterate what you're saying, to reiterate what you're hearing, to make sure that it's all very clear. Um, again, earlier in the week, uh, around Tuesday, Wednesday, I feel like is the best time if there needs to be some sort of communication about something, especially within relationships, that's probably the best time to do it. Once we get to the weekend, things start to be a little bit more on the confusing side and Jupiter will expand things into a, a drama energy sometimes and so that's not going to be uh, very supported either. And then on Sunday the 23rd we have Saturn, that, that planet that rules karmic lessons, right? Saturn the great teacher, the great teacher of karmic lessons, the one that rules those delays, restrictions, and limitations but they're there for a reason because it rules again this process of restructuring, this grounded process of moving through things to restructure and create 
form with something, to manifest something new, and to take responsibility. Saturn is the planet of responsibility. So it's been at a stationary point all week this week. And even from last week, uh, we started to feel the effects of Saturn slowing down, getting ready to turn retrograde on this Sunday, the 22nd. Might have caused more physical feelings of being tired or lack of vitality on the physical level. Um, feeling maybe a little bit down or depressed uh, or even frustrated emotionally on that emotional level. Uh, frustrated mentally, um, feeling challenged mentally. So on that mental level, there's maybe a little bit of challenge that's been happening. And again, now we're turning our energies of responsibility inward while it turns retrograde to restructure our physical, emotional, and mental bodies to match what it is that we want it to be, to match what it is that we want to manifest in our lives on a spiritual level, on a physical level. Okay, so that's a little bit about the astrology for the week. So let's change our perspective here and see what our angels and guides have to say for this week. Okay, everyone, so let's go ahead and take a look at and remind you what your stones of choice are for that special message card. That first stone of choice is the green fluorite. We have that second stone of choice as the bumblebee jasper. And our third stone of choice is that beautiful, almost opaque, yellow calcite. So let's go ahead and take a look at the messages from our angels and guides. In this case, we're, we're dealing with the fairies this week, and that's because of all this Gemini energy, right? We have Mercury and, uh, and Venus and, and the sun moving into Gemini this week. And Gemini, to me, just kind of rules nature in the fairy realm. That's why I chose the, the fairy decks this week. So the first message here, okay, it's the two of summer like the two of cups in the traditional tarot and it says at the bottom falling in love or making a serious commitment to someone forgiveness and the resolution of a problem don't give up your relationship can be healed so to me the two of cups is just you know telling us that there may in fact be a relationship matter that is highlighted and whether it's a current relationship that we're in and this could be a family a friendship a significant other. Um, this could even be within a work relationship, but not as likely because this is about an emotional connection that we have with somebody else. But this can even be about a relationship from the past, okay? So we could be just dealing with feelings and uh, emotional energies from that relationship from the past. But whatever it is, it's definitely involving to me, this idea of forgiveness. That's what stands out to me, especially because we have Venus connecting to Chiron and Saturn this week. Remember, Chiron is the healer of past life wounds. Saturn is the planet of karmic lessons. And this here says forgiveness and the resolution of a problem. So don't get up, give up because the relationship can be healed. And again, if this is a past relationship, it's just about your perceptions, your uh, heart chakra energies, you know, your old belief system surrounding relationship in general, or your idea of partnership in general, if it's not about, uh, you know, a, a relationship that you're currently in. 
So let's go ahead and take a look at the next couple of cards here. But this is definitely about a balance, right? Because the number two doesn't always speak about two people, but it does speak about balance and harmony. So we're trying to bring a sense of balance and harmony to our heart chakra energies. And again, maybe a balance and harmony within relationship with somebody else. Now the second card came out as two cards here. So let's take a look at the first of the two. Okay, we have the seven of winter. This is like the seven of swords in the traditional tarot. And the sword suit is the suit of the mental realm, our thoughts, our ideas, our perceptions. And communication matters as well. And again, we have all this Gemini energy, which deals with the same. Now, the number seven is more of an internal, contemplative, self-reflective sort of uh, energy, you know, the, that that's what the number seven rules. It's this idea of going within to kind of think about things, to understand things from a deeper perspective, to not to not jump the gun. And with Gemini, Gemini is mutable, changeable, and sometimes it jumps the gun with saying something. Okay, Gemini sometimes just spit things out really quickly. You know, they're a quick thinking, quick speaking kind of sign. This is definitely saying to try to hold back a little bit from just spitting something out so to speak try to you know take a little time to think about it and go within and understand it before you you know speak it out loud or before you settle upon it within your own mind now the message at the bottom of the seven of winter says there is a better choice which is why we might want to take a time out right take time out because there's a better choice than saying that or there's a better choice than doing that and taking that action again remember mercury is in its shadow and a lot of times there's a lot of confusion during mercury retrograde where we're redoing things we're trying to re you know review re, re uh, understand uh, contemplate i mean it's it's really about taking that time you know, before settling upon a decision or, you know, before saying something of importance. So there's a better choice, not seeing things clearly. And then it says running away from the truth, running away from the truth. So if this isn't, uh, again, playing out with a relationship specifically, this is playing out within yourself. So you need time to go within, like that number seven suggests. You need time to go within, meditate, contemplate, you know, try to understand from a deeper perspective what is going on with your emotional nature, what is going on with maybe your fears and commitment or relationship or opening your heart to it or whatever it might be. And um, the the seven to me is is very subconscious. You know, it's kind of like I always think of the number seven as being very shamanic. So we're, again, going within on a deep subconscious level to try to get to the root of the truth of something here. And as it says, it says that you might be running away from the truth. So instead of running away from it, you need to run towards it or embrace it. Now let's see what comes out with the seven of winter. And we turn that over. Oh, we got another seven, but this is the seven of summer. So now we have a cups card again, the seven of cups. And with the traditional Seven of Cups, a lot of times it means that there's many choices, but we're confused about what decision to make, that maybe more than one choice, you know, attracts us, or more than one choice seems to be showing itself, and we don't know what decision or, or which way to go or what to do. Again, this is about emotional matters, about how we're feeling, 
within ourselves or about, again, relationship matters. And it says at the bottom, no more procrastinating. Your power comes from making a decision. Confusion that arises from overanalyzing the options. So that's kind of interesting because we have the seven of winter with it saying that we need to go down deeper. And the number seven is all about analyzing. So that seven of winter says to analyze your perceptions, analyze the thought processes, analyze the potential decisions. This seven of cups says don't overanalyze. So again, there's you know, a little bit of convoluted confusion there. And again, that's Mercury retrograde. And Mercury's not even officially retrograde yet. So if there's if there's a way to kind of meditate, go within, connect with your higher self, get a deeper awareness and understanding of your emotions, your thought processes, your perceptions, um, feel it, but also be objective about it at the same time because these cards came out together. And then if we can wait to make a decision till Mercury retrograde is over, which is going to be, you know, about a month or maybe even a little over a month from you viewing this video, um, if you can wait that long to make that final decision, that's best. And whether that's a final decision about your path, your career, your job, your money, your finances, or your relationship matters, uh, again, that would be best. But if you can't, just make sure that you're taking the time with that seven energy to go within and self-reflect first before quickly jumping the gun. Now, there's a rainbow here of energy that, of course, stands out. And so that, to me, is this aspect of hope. You know, it's like that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It's it's the blessings at the end of the rainbow. So I feel like there's hope, there's blessings ahead if you, again, take the the time to go within, to sit with how you're feeling, to sit with how you're believing or thinking or perceiving something and try to sort it out a little bit. And then the last card here for this week's message, okay, it's another winter card. So we have two cups cards and two swords cards because the winter suit is the swords. This is like the page of swords in the traditional tarot and the pages are always about messages or communication or information and it says at the top here inquisitive truthful that stands out to me being truthful open and honest in your conversations that you're having realistic and undiplomatic um, and then at the bottom it says information that can help you but which may also be difficult to hear information that can help you but may also be difficult to hear um, speaking the truth with kindness, and then it says an indigo child or adult. So again, I feel like we're having or we're needing to have a conversation with somebody, and maybe it's it's something that can't wait for over a month, right? I mean, if we have uh, situations that come up in our different types of relationships all the time, and we can't just hold it off for you know four or five weeks before we try to sort through it. So this is saying that we need to be open and honest. We need to speak the truth, but do so with love and kindness and compassion, right? We got the, the cups cards in here, which is all about unconditional love and compassion and forgiveness. So we definitely want to hold that divine feminine energy, but we also want to be truthful and logical and objective and, you know, just speak speak our authentic truth with whatever is happening uh, for us within the situation or the relationship. And you might also hear from the other person or persons, if there's more than one, you might hear something that challenges you a little bit, just as it says, information that is 
helpful to you, but it might also be difficult to hear. So you might get a dose of truth as well as giving a dose of truth. And again, if we if we do that with that kindness and that love for one another and that compassion for where each other is in their own, you know, spiritual journey and their own process. If we can do that, then it's very likely that we can work through whatever it is we're needing to work through here. Okay, so let's take a look at, let's not do what I did last week and forget your special message card, right? So here we have the other fairies deck here. For the special message card, depending on your stone of choice. So that first stone of choice was the green fluorite. Green fluorite people. Special message for green fluorite people. Okay, this one as I open my eyes was sticking out. Daughter. Okay, interesting. It says the answers to your question involves your daughter. Well, that's pretty literal, and it could be quite literal. Maybe it deals with a daughter, maybe it deals with a granddaughter, maybe it deals with another woman in your family. Let's not just say it's all about a daughter or granddaughter. Let's say it's about a niece, or maybe it's about a mother or a grandmother. To me, this is just, you know, feminine energy. So there might be uh, a family member that is involved in this whole situation. Uh, this could also be about your inner child. You know, I know most of you listening to this video are probably women, so we all have an, an inner child that's in need of healing, and maybe that's that daughter reference, that that's our inner child that, you know, it wants to be loved. You can look at that fairy, and she's playful, and she's childlike, and she's innocent, and she wants to have fun, and so maybe the answers have something to do with that inner uh, child within you, that inner feminine child within you that just wants to be appreciated and coddled and loved and paid attention to and wants to have fun and enjoy herself and enjoy her life. Um, so there could also be messages I'm feeling, messages coming from other people. They're saying this could also be um, a friend as well. That, again, that doesn't have to be a family member. This could also involve a friendship or someone who's like a daughter to you. You know, it doesn't have to be a biological family member. But I feel like um, we're needing to kind of lighten, lighten the load, you know, so to speak. You know, there's some... Not that the energies are all that heavy, but they're a little confusing. And so I feel like, you know, not that we want to make light out of a challenging situation, but sometimes we need to interject a little bit of humor. Sometimes we need to take a little time out or a break and, and have some fun before we come back and, and be serious and adult again. And I feel like that's part of this energy of the daughter card that's coming in as a message for you this week. All right. And then for those of you that chose that Bumblebee Jasper, Bumblebee Jasper, this one's calling my attention. And this is patience, please. Well, hard to be patient, patient with all the Gemini energy, but it does say what you're asking for is coming about. Have patience as there are unseen factors that need to occur first. Well, I would say that that's a result of moving through this Mercury and Gemini retrograde and that there's more information that's needed um, so there needs to be a little bit of patience before all the puzzle pieces are in place you know Gemini's 
love to use their mind. They love to, to you know, um, they love to create uh, some sort of sense out of the puzzle. So there's a lot of puzzle pieces out there, you know, Gemini again, and it's curiosity and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But when you take a little bit of all these things and you're not focused enough to follow through with certain things, sometimes you have scattered information. So that Gemini scattered information along with the Mercury retrograde says, okay, just wait a minute because you got to put the puzzle pieces into place for them to make sense. You need to be able to see the whole picture. And right now you can't see the whole picture. So rather than um, making a snap decision or quick decision or having, you know, again, that quick communication or taking the first bit of information or the first message that comes along as, as gospel truth, just have a little bit of patience because there's still more that needs to happen. There's still more that needs to unfold for everything to make sense. Uh, I also feel like you need to ask more questions. So asking more questions, you know, if something doesn't make sense, or again, if all the information isn't there, and whether those you know, questions are being asked of other people or whether you're asking the universe or your angels and guides to answer those questions and give you more information. Either way, I feel like asking questions is necessary. And then for those of you that chose the yellow calcite, okay, special message for yellow calcite people. This one's sticking up. This one says winter, okay. And it says, the answers to your prayers and affirmations are fully realized in the winter months. Again, can be taken quite literally. I know some of us are entering summer here in the Northern Hemisphere. Those of you in the Southern Hemisphere are entering fall, right? So depending on where you are in the world, know that the winter months for you may hold the answers that you seek that you know the answers to your questions the realization of a dream the creation of a, a project it doesn't mean that nothing's happening between now and then but it does mean that it seems like as we get to this time period of the year that this is where you're going to see again more of the answers to your hopes prayers dreams and wishes coming into play um, we have a unicorn here in this card. So again, we have this idea of hope, peace, purity, um, uh, especially because it's a, well, most unicorns are white, but not all. Um, so, you know, there's that idea of a spiritual, um, I feel like it's a spiritual guide of some sort, right? So some of you might want to look up unicorn totem, the unicorn totem as a, a, a message of guidance for you. And, you know, I don't know why, but when I turn this over, maybe because we're using the fairy tarot deck this week, I thought of um, the mind energy, you know, and again, that suit of winter in the fairy tarot is the suit of the mind, the suit of swords. And so for whatever reason, I thought of that when we turned over winter. So there may be something also connected to, again, your thought processes, your perceptions that you need to shift your perspective or shift how you're perceiving something in order for you to be able to fully realize those dreams as we get towards again those winter months and then they're telling me to figure out the numerology vibration as we move towards the winter months so that would be you know November December January February somewhere like that so that would be seven eight I would say December December is one of those months of realization of your dreams. 
And also February, December and February, I say, are the two months that stand out as far as the manifestation and realization of those dreams. Okay, everyone. Um, thank you so much for watching and thank you for your comments on liking the new format. Thank you for those of you that follow me on Facebook. And if you don't, or if you only follow me on Colleen Lemma on Facebook, please like and follow my business page, which is Colleen Lemma dash dash. Let's try that again. Colleen Lemma dash sacred soul empowerment, which is the name of my website, the name of my business. Um, I'm going to be transferring slowly but surely over to posting only on that business page because there's certain things I cannot post on the Colleen Lemma personal timeline page. So for now, I'm still kind of posting on both, but please make sure to make that transition and follow me on Colleen Lemma-Sacred Soul Empowerment. Tell me what you think about the new website. It's under... Um, under well it's not really under construction because it's up and operating but it's going through some changes and you know those changes are slow but sure but you might want to pop on there and see some of the new things that are happening the new layout Um, it's shaping along really nicely I'm hoping that by the time mercury retrograde is over that we uh, have it mostly in place and getting ready to launch some products some brand new products Um, which is really exciting. So still working on the content for that, but some of those products are already up, um, but there's going to be an expansion and a little bit of change, which is exciting for those as well. Um, If you haven't signed up for my newsletter, make sure to go onto my website, Sacred Soul Empowerment, and sign up for that monthly newsletter. Um, There's special promotions or discounts or special information that might be helpful for your soul's journey. Sending you lots of love and light, everyone, and many, many, many blessings. Mm